You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It is Friday, June the 15th, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual once again this week is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning. Craig, good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that. I'm not in a very good mood, so (laughs) I am so sick and tired of watching gold go sideways. Uh, It has been remarkable, but uh, I'm going to let you carry the enthusiasm this week. Uh, Gold is uh, sideways for the week, down again this morning, and uh, sideways now for about a month, which I think is uh, pretty remarkable. But silver's up, Eric. Eric, it's almost up 3% this week, so that's not too bad. We'll certainly take it. It's, uh, it's, it's been leading the way here. Uh, it's been surprising how it's gone up when, when gold hasn't really participated. And then finally, gold participated uh, sort of the middle of this week. But then, uh, as you mentioned today, it's uh, selling off. Uh, but I think silver is probably the, the more interesting thing to watch. And, of course, it's probably got the tighter supply. Uh, I saw something where uh, GATA has gone to this, uh, the CFTC, I think. It was Com- the CFTC instead. Com- Comptroller we of noticed, the Currency. Yeah, we, or no, uh, the Commodity Trading uh, Commission. And said, we noticed that a lot of contracts are being settled by exchange for physicals. Oh, no, they went to the American Banking Association. That's what they went to. The American Banking Association said, we noticed there's a lot of use of exchange for physicals being settled in the uh, commodities markets. Has your organization looked at these potential liabilities of the banking system, and could you please tell us that you are aware of it and uh, that it's under control? So I thought that was kind of interesting. Now you know what's likely to happen to that, but I just got to admire uh, Gata for sticking her nose in and maybe finding the the sensitive nerve by uh, speaking to the banking regulator. Yeah, exactly. They well, and God bless them for their decades of work. They they uh, they are relentless, no doubt about that. And and we're going to talk about gold. We're going to talk about the economy here, uh, and how you know here we are down ten or eleven dollars as you and I speak. Well, that's ten dollars less per ounce that it's going to cost anybody if they take us up on a deal today. This is for Canadian listeners. Uh, we have RCM gold bars at Sprott Money for just eighteen dollars and ninety nine cents over spot. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, we might as well call it $8.99 over spot since gold's down $10 today. Um, you can call 888-861-0775 or, of course, visit SprottMoney.com for more info. Limited quantities are available, so uh, go there immediately uh, after you finish listening to us. Eric, like I said, gold, flat, silver, up. But what an interesting week with uh, the FOMC, the ECB, uh, telling us all kinds of things. What do you make of all the cross-currents? Well, really, nothing unusual happened in in the uh, with the rate increase. We all kind of expected that. Uh, I think the ECB probably was anticipated that they would end it. Maybe they actually pushed it out a little longer uh, than we might have thought. And of course, they certainly suggested the first rate increase wouldn't happen till uh, the second half of nineteen, which is uh, probably a bit of a, a dovish uh, statement on their part. Um, and it really didn't have you know any significant outsized impact on the gold market but i can guarantee you uh, i mean where it's where all these things are having their impact is in the emerging market currencies and i mean the volatility has been absolutely incredible in things like the argentine peso and the turkish lira 
and and all these lesser currencies that uh, have been weakening. And uh, sort of anecdotally, I'm reading about the Argentine peso, and they were saying that since uh, 2001, it's the Argentine peso is down 96 percent. Whoa! Which is almost very difficult to believe, right? Uh, and and of course, I go from 01 to today, and say, well, that's interesting because the gold price is up 400. So your currency is down almost 100, and gold price is up 400. What should you have done? Yeah. In the in that intervening 18 year period, and it's it's the same as true, of course, for Venezuela. It's probably even a bigger difference with the currency doing what it's doing, and all these currencies around the world that have lots of people living there, uh, they should be protecting themselves. And of course, it's I find it very instructive that the Indians are the largest owners of gold in the world, and it's because they have an inherent distrust of banking and governments. And, uh, of course, the, the government's always trying to get them not to buy gold. And, of course, they prefer to buy gold rather than the paper currencies. And, uh, I mean, if, if more people in the world acted like the Indians, uh, we would have a much different gold and silver price today than what we have. So uh, the the, emerging, the uh, currency crisis going on is going to bring people into the gold market unless they just continue to be... Uh, uh, totally unaware of, of what's gone on, but you'd think more and more people would come there for sure. And you mentioned the crisis in debt; it only continues to grow. Uh, the ECB saying that they're going to hike rates a year from now. You know that like there a lot can happen between now and next year, no doubt about that. And uh, the Fed uh, has their little charade going on too. But while the debt continues to just, I mean, we're talking trillion dollar deficits in the U.S., Eric, as far as the eye can see. And I, I read an article that you published for uh, uh, Sprott Money on the unfunded liabilities. Uh, and I thought the most important thing that was pointed out was that, and I think it was the Social Security Fund, that uh, post last year's report, the date when it goes broke moved up by three years. It was the Medicare. <laughs> yeah, that was the Medicare. Fund. I mean, you, you can't have that happen too many times, right? I think the Medicare fund, what was it going to be? Was it 20, 29 or 26 yeah. or yeah. something like that? And that obviously went from 29 to 26. I mean, can you imagine if next year it goes from 26 to 23, and the year after that it goes from 23 to 20, and we're in 20? You know, uh, we're broke. Yeah. And then that could very well happen because all these things are, are, are miscalculated, I think, rather intentionally, so that they, they don't surprise people. That was a great article. I congratulate you on it. Well, thank you. You know, and, and what's funny about all those, well, not funny, <laughs> funny, strange, uh, about all these government projections is they all rely upon 3 and 4% GDP growth. But yet, Eric, I want right. to ask you what the bond market is telling us because uh, here the Fed is trying to proclaim more interest rates to come, interest rate hikes to come. Yet the yeah. bond market is rallying. The spread yeah. uh, between the two-year note and the ten-year note is down to thirty-seven basis points. That's the lowest right. in eleven years. Uh, it yeah. seems to be a recession is almost in the cards for certain by next year. I mean, do you see it that way? Well, I mean, that's what you you have to imagine that happens as short-term rates go up. <clears throat> and car loans costs go up and mortgages go up, uh, you know, you, you're going to see weakness in those things that were interest rate related. And anything interest rate related was where we had our strength. So uh, as these central banks continue to not supply the candy to people in the, in the form of lower interest rates and, and printing money, you have, to, you have to expect that things are going to slow down. And now we have 
the second major central bank saying it's going to end at the end of 18. Uh, Japan's still printing, uh, but, you, you know, with two of them not printing and only one left printing, I think it's fair to say that uh, that's going to be quite a trend, a change in trend, and it should have its impact on uh, financial assets, which have been buoyed by all of this. So I certainly have always anticipated that it was almost impossible to raise rates without ending up with a recession and therefore some kind of market decline. And uh, in another interview I gave this week, uh, somebody asked, well, what's going to make gold go up? And I said, well, there's two things in my mind. One is, you know, if cryptocurrencies uh, get totally trashed because a lot of speculative money went there, uh, which could have gone into, um, and, and logically could have gone into the precious metals, and or if the market heads down, and um, we should probably talk about the trade wars here because uh, that might uh, cause things to cool down. But I think just the fact that the central banks are doing what they're doing is very likely to lead to uh, stock markets coming under a lot of pressure here. So that's that's something that um, will obviously help gold because gold will survive all those things. And by the way, while I'm on the trade where we get this big spat going on between the Americans and the Canadian, you're American, I'm Canadian. You know, we'll probably have to put a tariff on seal skins and caribou meat and maple <laughs> syrup and stuff like that. Uh, so you get ready, okay? Your inflation is going to be going up here when we finally get our list out. I'm headed and, out to the uh, store I what, today. What, I don't know <laughs> what's going to be on your list, but oh, Canadian back bacon, let's not forget that, okay? Oh, anyway. Uh, but on a more serious note, I mean, just the fact that uh, both countries, and it's not just with Canada, obviously, right? You have it with China, with, with the EU. Um, the funny part about tariffs, of course, we know who collects the tariff. That would be the government. And we know who ultimately pays the tariff. That would be the consumer. Right. <laughs> it, it ends up being a shift of money from the consumer to the government, uh, now, it ultimately has a purpose that maybe it will create some jobs in time, but, you know, if everybody starts slapping tariffs on everything and you get to, you know, pay 20% more for your maple syrup, uh, it's not going to be good for the guy in the street, and it's already bad for the guy in the street. So trade wars are, are not something that anybody wins, in my mind. Yeah. And, in fact, the population loses. Maybe, you know, if they slap a 50% tariff on everything, maybe the government could get rid of their deficit, but we'll all be broke in the meantime. So we should reflect on that. Eric, just one last question this week, uh, and let's deal with the shares again. Uh, First first of all, uh, you've been telling uh, me every week, and uh, by extension our listeners, about this company uh, where you are chairman called Kirkland Lake. You uh, first started talking about it last summer. It was $8 a share. Today it's over 20 so congratulations on that, and I congratulate everybody, every listener that follows us each week that maybe has taken advantage of that. Um, and then I also know that Kirkland Lake has a, is a major investor in Novo Resources. We talk about that a lot. And I had a question uh, that we'll close with today that was emailed to us uh, from a Sprott Money customer that just had, had noted that uh, the news releases out of Novo – uh, specifically from uh, Dr. Hennig, have been uh, increasingly optimistic. Last year they were a little more conservative, not really complete, uh, but now they seem to be brimming with confidence and enthusiasm. Uh, and the question from the Sprout Money customer just was if you could elaborate on that. Do you sense that as well? Sure. 
Well, I, I do sense that there's a lot of optimism. And, of course, the critical thing with Novo is does the theory of a basin-wide gold endowment hold water? And, of course, basin-wide, the Pilbara Basin is 250 kilometers by 250 kilometers. That would be a lot of gold. It would be like the Pilbara, like, sorry, like which waters ran that had, you know, over a billion ounces of gold. So that's what, that's what the prize is here, Okay. And there seems to be uh, continuing evidence of that. Uh, we had an announcement this week that somebody found the same style of nuggets that they found at Comet Well, 250 kilometers southeast, at the where the um, where the outcrop comes out on the southern part of the basin. So we're getting more and more information. Uh, one thing that I would say is uh, I, I don't find the news releases as helpful as I find the interviews that Quinton has. And I certainly listen to the interviews very carefully. And I think there's sort of indications there. For example, I think the last interview he said, well, we hope that in uh, uh, you know, a couple of months from now we might indicate that we don't have just Comet Well, but we might have you know, two to three other places where we have the same endowment. So, yeah, I'd say that um, he's getting upbeat. And, uh, the, I mean, the stocks come under some pressure here because uh, – we're all we have to wait another couple of weeks, I guess, for the next announcement. Although he has promised something for for mid month that uh, I don't think it will be samples, but some other comments, and we'll we'll wait and see those are. But I know that he is confident, and I'm confident. Um, I'm not giving investment advice, but uh, I have been a buyer in the market, uh, and I sort of like what I'm seeing. Uh, I probably should make a comment about Kirkland Lake only because it is hitting new highs. And the only thing I could suggest, and even I don't know the exact timing of this, but, you know, when you've been mining 15-gram gold and you have a zone that has 60 grams of gold, when you mine that zone, you get four times the gold. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not mining that zone yet, but it's anticipated that we will mine parts of it as we go into the second half of the year. Uh, so it's kind of my expectation that per perhaps we'll have a, a good chance of surprising on the upside in terms of our second half production. And, you know, everyone tends to be a little conservative because you don't know when you're going to get there. You don't know if the grade's going to hold up. A lot of times, by the way, the grade's better than what you think, particularly in a high-grade gold ore body. So uh, that will be interesting to see how that plays out for the second half of the year uh, for Kirkland Lake Gold. So it, it, it looks pretty good um, from my vantage point. And you mentioned it is almost the second half of the year and kicking off the second half of the year is the first day of summer. And it's also going to be Father's Day, my friend. Uh, we're going to have Father's Day. Uh, do you celebrate Father's Day up in Canada? We do. We do. We're fathers up here too. I guess that's um, true, yeah. Fair enough. I didn't know if it we was We haven't just, traded that away yet, okay? It was one of just those Hallmark <laughs> we, holidays. We'll trade our Mother's Day for your Father's Day as part of the trade war. So. Hey, there um, you go. But, <laughs> no, we do celebrate, and I'm going to be joining my uh, the daughters and grandkids at a baseball game, so this should be a lot of fun. All right. Not that you don't already have enough physical silver and gold. Uh, we do have a special. We talked about this last week. Everybody should check this out, because I think this is remarkable. At SprottMoney.com, you get a 100-ounce Johnson Matthews silver bar, 55 cents over spot. Somebody's going to dig that stuff out of the ground, refine it, and cast it, and then even ship it to you. At the end of the day, for 55 cents over spot, that's remarkable. 
Uh, limited quantities are available. It is a special Father's Day promotion at SprottMoney.com or 888-861-0775. Happy Father's Day, my friend. I look forward to talking to you next week. Hey, Craig. It's been fun. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a better week in the medals next week. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. Let's do. All right. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening and have a great weekend. Thank you.